ప్రేమ స్వరూపం Have a listen please. Dear listeners, Saram from Prashant Nilayam. I'm Team Ready Size Bishu and welcome once again to Outside Inside. Deep inside. Today is May 9th, 2019. Beautiful day. A Thursday. falls on ninth day of this month and today i am going to share with you the story of an edifice of bhagwan which has nine as its central theme if you have to describe divine in the form of sound then it is om if you have to describe the divine in the form of numbers then it is nine and this is the secret architectural secret of trayi brindavan bhagwan's abode in bengaluru if you have been listening to this series learning with love in brindavan over 2022 episodes that we have done till now i shared with you the story of how bhagwan started visiting bengaluru way back in the 40s how bhagwan bought that little area in the outskirts of bangalore and called it nandanavanam in the initial years and later accepted mohan palace which he rechristened as brindavanam and that is how the saga of bhagwan's glory started in a way recreating the magic the beauty the charm the love play that was there in the dwapara anybody who has seen bhagwan in the brindavan of the 60s and 70s would always say that even if you have seen swami in prashantinilam you know what you have to see him there that is something else the brindavan with those sands and the breeze and the flowers and the trees and the monkeys everything about it was something else And so in this series we shared with you how this Vrindavan slowly became the playground of Bhagwan and once the boys came in with the start of the Sri Satyasai Art Science and Commerce College in 1969 that is when a very significant chapter of Bhagwan's education mission began I shared with you the initial days of the college In 77 you had the hostel come into being and I think any number of episodes we have had recalling those days of the old bungalow with bhagwan so many students have had such timeless moments in that bungalow and with time we had to move on in the series and I shared with you the reminiscences of someone who was there when the old bungalow one day had to come down and how it was such a emotional moment such a poignant moment for so many because that building every brick of that building had so much meaning to everyone who has had seen swami during that era but then change is a part of life and bhagwan wanted to start a new chapter of his divine leela and that is when the trai construction happened in 8384 and now comes an interesting part till now i shared with you stories from so many students how it was to be with swami then what kind of lessons that swami was trying to instill and in his own sweet way overtly covertly some directly some through his mysterious and incredible manner but it is purely bhagwan's grace 
that recently I met someone who was instrumental, was Bhagwan's chosen instrument to build the Trai Vrindavan. So getting the story from him in first person about how Bhagwan directed them, cautioned them, guided them and all through the process instilled in them such profound moments which would go a long way in their spiritual development. This is the most heartening part of this episode. So I have had the chance to meet Mr. and Mrs. Vimalanathan, MD Vimalanathan, who are in Prashantanilam now and who have been living in Prashantanilam for 30-40 years now. It was absolutely a thrilling moment knowing them, talking to them, soaking in Bhagwan's love, listening to them. They say, when you listen to God's story, you forget the story of the world and you live only in His story until the moment where there is no separate story for you to relate to or live by. And Swami says, to make you storyless is the scheme of my story. And that is the story of every devotee. And that is what we experience when we speak to people who have lived with Bhagwan, who have persevered to walk on the path that he laid out for us. Vimala means pure, clean. It's been a very beautiful, cleansing experience listening to Mr. and Mrs. Vimalanathan. So I'm going to share with you the first part of this two-hour conversation that Bhagwan blessed us with. So in this episode, they talk about how Bhagwan first pulled them to his feet. That's a very, very interesting story always, isn't it? But then, when you connect the dots, then you realize why Bhagwan did every little thing, every little second that he has spent with us was always to shape us in a particular way that he wanted us to blossom. So with great joy, I share with you this first part of the conversation with Mr. and Mrs. M.D. Vimalanathan. Sairam and welcome Mr. Vimalanathan and Auntie Prema Vimalanathan to Outside, Inside, Deep Inside. If we have to define our love and our life, it is Guru Kripa. When I say Guru Kripa, I mean Swami, who is my God, Lord. And everything that happened in our life happened because of Swami. And as I narrate it, maybe you'll appreciate what we are saying. Absolutely. In fact, you have been in the ashram for perhaps now close to four decades in very Bhagwan's true. presence. Very true, very true. And you lead such a quiet, simple, inconspicuous spiritual life. Not many in the ashram would even know that you are living in Prashantinilayam. It is absolutely the way Bhagwan as Guru has guided you on the spiritual path. Very true, very true. That you have such a blissful life of knowing Him living with him, loving him Very and true. being one with him. That's because he told my wife and I that don't visit anybody, don't make new acquaintance, one to one. Wow. You and I. And we somehow or the other happen to follow that. And life is so beautiful and peaceful. Yes. If anything has to come to you, it will come. It comes without <laughs> any, any obstruction. Yes. And what doesn't reach you is not worth knowing. Absolutely. Yeah, that is true. You have told the right thing. Wow, fantastic. It is really such a very fulfilling and sigh-filling life when very you true. have that kind of a perspective. And it is so beautiful that when Bhagwan gave you that direction, you took it to heart and you wanted to live by it completely. Even that is His grace. Oh, yes. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Living that also is His grace. Absolutely, absolutely. So, in fact, it was 
a great joy for me when i cotton ko discovered you <laughs> as i said even though i've been in the ashram for almost more than uh, two decades now and probably had seen you in mandir but you know i'd never known anything about you and when we started doing this series on brindavan and how bhagwan shaped the brindavan ashram we started talking about how the hostel came into being how it was when the old bungalow was there and when we came to the 80s and that's when we came to the episode of the transition from the old bungalow to the trai brindavan and that is when someone said no there is one person here who was instrumental in the construction of the trai brindavan he was very much there with bhagwan and taking instruction from bhagwan to build this beautiful lotus shaped trai brindavan and that is when bhagwan blessed me with the chance to meet you <laughs> <laughs> so it's really such a delightful and absolutely very revealing and uh, heartening moment to know you and to listen to the way bhagwan has uh, brought you guided you chiseled you and uh, has been shaping you to what he wants us to be so if we can go back to your life if we can go back to that journey of you from the world choosing that if there is one thing that is important for me in the world that is only swami and that is how my life will be you took that decision at one point in your life i think both of you as a couple could do that that is such a fantastic uh, i would say life defining moment yes very true so if you can take us back to your journey because i think before we come to the story of trai brindavan just like it is with every institution of bhagwan as bhagwan is building a physical institution he is building so many persons making it, them institutions those who are involved with that those are the institutions swami is building he is building the institution for them <laughs> for them in fact i think the physical one institution building is just it is just a facade it's just one little thing but actually as that institution gets built there are so many people being built who become institutions who, who become institutions of inspiration who become institutions of living by those values become institutions of his story and his glory and i think that is what is the true beauty and glory of and he transforms one through all these yes. seva or service or whatever absolutely it is. so that's the reason why i feel that you should talk about how swami built you and after that <laughs> we will come to the building of trai brindavan because only after he built you up to a certain stage he got you involved in the building of trai brindavan then i'll start from the beginning yes please and auntie please feel free to join in and share the journey yeah, sure, as uncle sure, shares sure sure, sure. swami so, came into my life when i was 20 years old in the fourth year of my engineering mm-hmm. and today i am 75 years old wow and these 55 years have been a wonderful years but passed in a trice <laughs> that's because of swami's love and grace mm. that when we enjoy something we yes. run yeah we don't have any count of minutes and hours yes. time just flies in uh, moments of joy it did happen to <laughs> us sometime i wonder how did i spend 55 years here <laughs> i didn't even realize that i thought only yesterday we came <laughs> yes so that is the beauty of being with swami wow and in that 55 years 38 long years Swami allowed us to stay in Prashantinilayam. Wow. In EA9 where overlooking the Mandir Kolvant Hall. I said, it is just amazing, amazing journey of life. When the sun rises in the east, <laughs> Swami gave you a room <laughs> in east. <laughs> you begin your day. If you step out of your house, you can see Swami. You can he see Bhagavan. He knew Bhagwan. I needed a lot of illumination. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he did. Now, before I heard about Swami, Actually, I say from seventh year onwards, I'm a staunch Shirdi Baba devotee. Okay, from my childhood. From childhood, I'm Shirdi Baba devotee. Your parents were devoted to ah, Shirdi. Because my parents took me to Shirdi when I was seven years old. Mm-hmm. And I had a photograph of my father, mother, myself with Abdul Baba. Uh-huh. <laughs> Abdul Baba, the one who used to clean Chavadi and then mm. Dwarakamai and was in charge of taking care of Shirdi Baba's brick. Yes. In Satcharita, they yes. define a lot about this. He was taking care of that. With Abdul Baba itself, I had a photograph, mm-hmm. which means way back, way back. Wow. I went 
and when i was 20 i heard about swami for the first time that is thanks to my mother and she was talking to my father about shridhi baba reincarnating as satya sai baba mm-hmm. i happened to hear that mm-hmm. and what she did she is a very spirited lady and very determined lady not taking no for an answer at all soon as she knew that shridhi baba is reincarnated as satya sai she took the train and went to hyderabad straight alone from, uh, we were in jabalpur at that time yeah. she went straight to hyderabad on her own on her own <laughs> all by herself because she heard that swami is camping there in satyamurthi garu's house house which is now called shivam yes she just went wow i mean in those days it's in quite those a day, in those days the train there was yes. no reservation there was nothing at all mm. nothing can stop her so this is probably in the 60s uh, yeah in the 65 yeah mm. in the 64 65 mm. 65 mm. so she went there when she went reached the shivam i'll call it shivam mm. it was late in the evening Mm. and swami had retired the sevadal said now there is no chance of swami coming out and giving you darshan you have to wait until tomorrow she was depressed and dejected and just stood there doing nothing then suddenly the door of swami's room opens oh and swami comes out onto the balcony wow and swami beckons my mother and he said aim kavali bangaru what do you want bangaru and my mother answered in tamil ninga thamano i mean i want you swami mm. and swami was very happy about it and he gave one rose to her when swami dropped it dropped it from balcony balcony to oh. her said come tomorrow during the normal darshan so this is in the night this in the late, late evening late evenings very late evening when he has retired like 8 o'clock 9 o'clock uh, maybe mm. sometime and after that there is no holding back my mother throughout her lifetime wow she was an ardent devotee of swami and swami used to be so so fond of her and swami gave the rose the gave rose and <laughs> the first visit itself so that connection was established connection was made that. and then she just believed in swami lock stock and barrel so now comes my transition hmm i heard that shirdi baba's reincarnated so in your, mo- in your mother's mind that shift from shiri to prati had happened had happened that is why she went there and through her she only took the entire khandan she mm. was the one who ferried after that me my family prema my wife everybody afterward that's another mm-hmm. i'll i'll come to it mm. so i heard about uh, shirdi baba being reincarnated as satya sai baba then i heard about what happened to my mother when she went to hyderabad so to me the transition i didn't need a lightning and thunder i didn't need earthquakes i didn't put any condition to swami are you shirdi baba proved to me or Shri, nothing of that sort it was a very natural very gentle and almost non eventful transition i could toggle between shirdi baba and satya sai baba so till now you knew that shirdi baba is god and now it is the same person who has come as sai baba you accepted that so accepted he is god that's fully it. god and without any qualm mm. so i could relate to both of them if i need to read uh, sacharita i will do that mm. and if i need to be praying to swami mm. there is no difference uh, for me so was this because of what you experienced or or was it because what you saw in your mother no i would say it is guru kripa for me mm. because being a young man at that time there was no thought no questions how can i believe Uh-huh. and uh, he the fact that you did not have any such doubts or uh-huh. any apprehensions was definitely it yeah. is the and uh, also i have not seen shirdi baba i don't know how he would uh, be what he is and all that and here is a telugu person hmm. whom they are claiming that he is uh, reincarnation but nothing of the but from that moment onward towards our lifetime everything just happened and we happened to accept it hmm. so that is what happened so the transition was very smooth for me sometimes i almost wanted it to be a little more exciting but it didn't <laughs> everybody has such fantastic <laughs> stories everybody said i gave this test and swami passed it and all that. <laughs> but in my case there was nothing like that but i think your story also has its own chills and thrills but that comes later on <laughs> oh that i had a lot of them <laughs> then comes then fate plays with me mm. i get married 
<laughs> and I get married to a very good girl mm. who is steeped in bhakti to Muruga. Okay. We call Muruga, which is Kartikeya. Mm. And to her, everything was Muruga. Nothing else mattered. Mm. But luckily what happened, she didn't mind our family being Satya Sai family. Okay. And in our, my mother's favor, none of us, my mother, father, myself, thrust Swami on Prema, mm. on my wife. Mm. I'll call her Prema. Mm. So we never thrust Swami on, no, no, you sit and do the bhajan. Mm. We just left her. You yeah. believe in Muruga? Because Swami says, yes. whichever you are Ishta Devata, yes. you become better with that Ishta Devata. Correct. That is what happened. Now, what we are trying to do is, whichever happened to me first hand, I will tell. Whichever happened to yes. her first hand, yes. she should tell. Absolutely. So that there is no yes, yes. line loss. <laughs> yes. Like she had, uh, mother-in-law had kept one Swami's photo. I didn't have any feeling for the photo because I was thinking, uh, what is this hair? It's like this. Mm. The thought came, not that I had any bad feelings on him, but... I would just show Arati, that's all. No other feeling for Swami. So, one day in Chennai, he's driving an ambassador. Ambassador. Mm -hmm. I'm sitting beside him. There was a Fiat car in front. And uh, you know, Swami, when we look at him straight, it's different. But when you look at him from the back with that hair, it's very, very different. Mm. So, I just said... Uh, look at this man, what a weird hairdo he's got. <laughs> he started jumping, oh, so Sai Baba, Sai Baba, I froze. I said, <laughs> oh no, what will I do? I've made this comment. So, by the time the traffic lights have come, Swami's car is going to pass and we are going to uh, be held. At that time, Swami just turned and looked at both of us. Oh, and he gave oh, a piercing a, look. You know that I, I froze even more. <laughs> yeah, almost said, like he was listening to what is happening in your yes, head. That's the thought. I thought he has heard. And, <laughs> <laughs> and so, I thought, he's saying, come, beta, come, come to Bharti, I'll take care of you. <laughs> <laughs> really? That's what you're saying about me. <laughs> My God. <laughs> and that is the first darshan she had of Swami. Yeah. Mm. And after that, that was a quite a lightning and thunder event in, yes, in her yes. life. For me, everything was like that. For him, always very calm and uh, it was uh, really. And there, my mother-in-law has kept Satyam Shum Sundaram and every time she comes from Hyderabad, she'll say, have you read it? I'll say, you take it. Because it was in Tamil, I was not very interested in So she in knew her it. reaction does not commensurate with <laughs> Satyam Shum Sundaram. Because I didn't read if it. If one reads Satyam Shum Sundaram, you'll be ablent and jubilant yes, and yes. all that. No, no. She said, you can take it. I have... I have and then my mother used to say, why don't you sing a bhajan? Mm. She was good in singing. Mm. She was singing uh, Muruga, Kirtan, this and that. She said, okay, show me the bhajan. Two lines only, no? Hare Rama, Hare Krishna, Hare Rama, like that. So she said, two lines. Is that a song? Is that no, a song? No, I can't sing, sing all. <laughs> so she never did that. So Satyam Sundaram was just lying mm. untouched. Mm. And then we were going on a holiday to Kashmir. The whole family mm. had packed and ready and all that. And uh, flight time was somewhere late in the evening. So I just happened to look at this book. I said, she's been telling me to read. So let me read. Mm. Because she had a lot of time. Yeah. Not that she yeah, wanted to read. not that I wanted to read. <laughs> and uh, I'm a very, uh, you know, voracious reader. And I can mm. read very fast. Rapid, rapid reading. Mm. So I read and read and just tears... Just coming out, I said, this is God and why I didn't read this book? I couldn't believe that uh, Mm. I didn't even glance at that book. Mm. And she was uh, was sobbing and sobbing Ah, and sobbing. sobbing. And we we reached Kashmir, cool and lovely, Mm. celebrous climate. Mm. Whereas my wife is in hellfire. In 15 (laughs) days, I said, when will it go? Oh, you want to... (laughs) Come back to Swami. Yeah, but then, I want to come. We'll go and we'll see. Go see this is Who God. Is this? Why should I not? Why am I here? Just like, just like it was with your mother. <laughs> Once she discovered Swami, she wanted to... She wanted to come back. <laughs> come back. Same way. So, 15 days she spent absolutely discomforted. Oh. She wants to go back, go back, go back. Wow. And she did go back to Chennai. And made. And meanwhile, she made her mother also read the book. Yeah, and in Kashmir, she also read. She also had the oh, same feeling wow. that so, both ladies took the car and came to straight Brindavan. Brindavan. Wow. So, Amazing. in Brindavan, Swami I mean, just... I think it's almost like you've been worshipping Muruga all your life. Now, suppose yeah. someone says that Muruga has come <laughs> yeah. to that I place. Know. You know, whatever it is, you'll drop Correct. that 
at that moment drop everything and rush it was something like that for you i guess it was that satyam sham sundaram only made that uh, thing very easy for me. i accepted him as god immediately and uh, we came to brindavan those days that car uh, route na yeah. from this brindavan gate to outside that side men will sit this side ladies that was only darshan no sairam circle and all was not there hmm. we have come so early so the moment they uh, opened the gates we went and sat first hmm. my mother and then me 9 o'clock Swami came. Mm. They opened the gate. He just stood there and he kept on looking at us. Mm. At that time, we didn't know it all, but we were so happy that we are seeing him alive and all that. He recognized the girl. Yeah. Mm. And then he walked past and everybody was giving something to him. So I asked the lady next to me, yeah. what are you all giving? Mm. He said, it's a letter. Mm. What letter? What do you write? She said, anything you want, you can write. So she gave me paper and pencil and I wrote there, Baba, please make me come for your darshan every time I want to. Wow. This is what I wrote. Mm-hmm. And smilingly, he came back, he took the letter, then he materialized Vibhuti and gave Amma and me. And we were so happy, so happy. We, we don't know something extraordinary is happening that he is giving Vibhuti. Nothing we knew. But you know that one darshan had such an indelible yes, impact that yes. you decided that I want to keep coming. Yeah. I don't know why I wrote that. And after that, he's always fighting with me because I said, no, no. you never come. See, I am coming so many times. He says, why what did you, you write? Why don't you accompany me? Hmm. I said, what did you write to Swami? <laughs> make me come as often as ever. You, you never say make me. us. <laughs> If you had put make us, Swami might have made me also. Jump. He was working, so he mm. couldn't come. Mm. And for so me, both she and her mother, from that moment onward, became madly devoted to Swami. Yeah. Madly is the right word. Correct. Wow. I'm purposely using that word mm. because that is exactly what they were doing. Mm. And... Swami will often say, go back, go back to your house. Mm. She will say, no. No, Swami, there's nothing there. I don't want to go back. I'll tell him straight wow. away. And <laughs> Swami will look at me and say, it's pitchy. So from that time <laughs> onwards. Means, pitchy means mad only. Now also, and he uses pitchy only, word. he uses that word only for me. <laughs> even wow. to the, this day, he uses the word only pitchy. Wow. And uh, even well, she that is. That is such a huge no, compliment. No, it was total obsession and. I could not think of him. I could not think of children. Nothing. It was only Swami, Swami, Swami. Wow. <laughs> Definitely a blessing. As you said, yeah. everything is Guru Krupa. I mean, that is... So, you see, so many people come, they see Swami, they give their letter and they go back. But how many people become so obsessed that they yeah, cannot think of yeah. anything else other than him? That you go to an... such an extent that Swami also tells you, you are a pitchy Swami. <laughs> tell, you have indeed become mad. And you know, in, the, in comes, those days, you know, the window had the grills, Swami's window. Mm. There's not a mountain peak which she and another fr- <laughs> friend have climbed to have a better view of Swami. <laughs> From that hill, we'll go and that see. That kind He's of madness. He's sitting on his desk and writing something. Uh-huh. Oh, we did all mad things, I tell you. Yeah. So from so this um, lasted from 69 to 79 10 years 10 years so every opportunity you take to come I'll and come just be here no, no about 3 or 4 times she would have joined me that's all in 10 years <laughs> oh my god <laughs> the rest here rest she's come all the time yeah. <laughs> all the time no he would say now you must go your mm. husband has come you must go mm. and invariably he'll call us inside mm. And I'll say, no, Swami, I have nothing there to do. I won't go. <laughs> so see, she won't listen to me. Okay, you go and you'll send him off. <laughs> <laughs> Then what happened? Ten long years have passed. Now mm. we know that. At that mm. time, we didn't realize any mm. of that. Then he gave us interviews throughout. Whether we were in thick or thin, he gave us interviews. So every time you came, he would call. Yeah, every time yeah. and he will call us any number of times and all that. So it used to happen. And... So your you, life was between one interview and another interview. Huh. So <laughs> what happened? It's very addictive. <laughs> oh, the yes. interview. Absolutely. So we really was in the nectarine love of Swami. Mm. And I thought my job was a millstone around my neck. Mm. I don't want it. That's becoming a hindrance now. Huh. And I was uh, 32, 33 at that time. Mm. Or even uh, uh, younger than that. I wanted to resign and come. You wanted to resign your job? Ah. Mm. 
because what do I, will i do with the millstone and i was going up yes, the ladder in career you're feeling your job is becoming a burden because you're not able to come to swami because i am in lucknow my pichi wife is in puttapati <laughs> and swami is in puttapati <laughs> so everything was going on so mm. i said forget about it <laughs> now swami is putting some sense into me and saying that no you're not to come you've got lot of responsibilities to do you've got so many things to do no uh, you are not coming 10 long years we pestered him oh we pestered him knowing that that is not the right thing to do you don't pester god it is uh, <laughs> not the right way to approach yeah. anything yes. and he would say no 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 for 10 years so it's from 69 to 79 79 so constantly Pest- you were asking swami please allow us to resign and come yeah yeah and he will give me lots of work like mm-hmm. that temporary shamiana for his birthday vip mm-hmm. tent and work he gave mm-hmm. but not to live in puttapatti not to resign your job not to resign my permanently job stay here because at that time the average age of devotees in puttapatti was 60 plus <laughs> right <laughs> i know he didn't want a young tok to come and then do all that so he wouldn't allow mm. but master tactician swami is mm. as we were asking him permission to come and settle down here he tested our parents also Mm-hmm. He called first my parents, uh-huh. and he said, "Look, your son has gone mad. He wants to resign and come here, which is not the age for him to do. So you put some sense into him. Mm. Don't let him do all that." Mm. So she said, "Swami, my mother, mm. my father is dumb in front of Swami. <laughs> He loses his tongue and keeps it away and comes." <laughs> so my mother said, "Swami, we have nothing to do with them. Oh, they are your children." So we don't want to interfere between you and him. You do whatever is good for them, and please wow. forgive us. So he says, "Now I know why your son is mad. <laughs> you are mad, and your son is mad." <laughs> okay. After a few weeks or a month, Swami calls her parents, mm. Prema's parents. Mm. Now he makes Prema as mad, and he says mm. that mm. your daughter is mad, and she is not supposed to be here. is all the time here now the husband is also coming mm. now i don't want that to happen put mm. some sense mm. now they use the exact term words <laughs> what my parents used and he said so i mean no use talking to this family at all <laughs> but maybe inside he was happy but yes outside he is cold no, but i think that's what swami was doing you know so beautifully testing yes whether the parents I agree to it or not? Yes. Because too early, it's one of those exceptional yes. madness <laughs> yeah. that at 30 somebody wants to come and settle yes. down in Puttaparthi, <laughs> and how can Swami allow that? And you're doing very well in your career, right? Yeah, yeah, I was doing perfectly all right <laughs> in my career. Mm. So they were tested, and they also passed the test. Mm. Uh, later on, it appeared mm. they passed the test. We didn't know at that time. Then finally, one day he said, "Come." Wow, I think Swami was ensuring, you know, because. when a thing like this happens someone at such an young age leaves his job and he comes and lot of people might say many things somebody might question even the parents you know yeah. parents can get worried different people might you know have different ways of looking at things so swami has ensured that both the parents no loose ends no loose ends yes he tied all the ends yes and then he said Once everything is perfect both the husband and wife's parents are also with them then both sides parents both sides parents then it's all fine and he says okay let the mad people come <laughs> and when he said come he didn't waste a minute before he changes his mind or before the navagrahas do something <laughs> yes against us i just went and resigned wow i submitted my resignation and there also swami played a lot of thing like you are mentioning the company wouldn't release me mm-hmm. because they thought that i'm going to join the competitor uh-huh. so why do you want to go mm. said i'm going to my guru I said, Guru is everywhere. That's what you all the time keep saying. <laughs> so he can be here. Mm. I said, Fine. Now uh, his name is Joseph. Mm-hmm. I said, Joseph, I'll ask you a question. You answer me. Mm. You are a practicing Christian. Mm. Now, do you love Jesus? Of course, I love Jesus. Mm. If you knew mm. that Jesus is reborn, would you be still in this job or you will go to Jesus? Mm. I'll chuck this job and go to Jesus. <laughs> he said that. <laughs> <laughs> I said that's exactly what I wanted. <laughs> wow! So put in a word to the managing director, <laughs> and then they finally released me, mm-hmm. and we went back to Madras. Mm. 
and for the first time in our locality there was a garage sale mm-hmm. we put everything for garage sale <laughs> oh my god <laughs> and she is very good in throwing including me <laughs> so she threw out everything in the garage and people came and just took it away we just had two suitcases one for so your one. whole point was just somehow dispose things don't worry about whether you are getting anything out of it or not no what you can dispose you never wanted it <laughs> <laughs> wow so we just landed the only thing i took was my java motorcycle mm-hmm. i put it in the brake van in brindavan boarded the train on the 5th of february 1980 prema and i land in whitefield station mm. it is some late afternoon or early evening that is almost like sweeping our past mm. up to that when we landed in puttaparthi a new life began mm. Oh that was a beautiful so you leave everything just take two suitcases and yeah. you land in puttaparthi yeah now we were excited over excited excited <laughs> oh that we have come to swami now we are in brindavan I mean, you are so so sure that no need to think about the future what will happen to us we have lost the job no thought of anything anything only thing i didn't realize i'm playing chess against a grandmaster <laughs> because after landing in whitefield station for next two years oh. 24 long months mm. swami never acknowledged us never acknowledged no, no, it was yes. uh, only not giving the job he no, was no, no. acknowledged us in the means mm. he will call and talk and all that mm. but no assignment nothing for which we came there i'll make no you seva. university engineer mm. no you we wanted this, to serve him you were very clear that i want to serve he will yeah. give me a job here yeah 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 a job in the sense seva opportunity seva opportunity yeah. not a job as such yes. whatever you say we will do mm. but that seva opportunity and mm. he would not acknowledge i thought there'll be a band baja and all that stuff <laughs> nothing of that sort but swami will welcome you very heartily and say okay uh, i was waiting for you uh, bangaru bangaru nothing of that sort this job <laughs> and uh, the comedy was you know uh, the trai brindavan yes it's on the road now the over uh, bridges come we are sitting on this side of the road on the platform that side is brindavan mm. so her question why are we sitting here we should be inside mm. i said not until swami calls you you can't go in no no that boys session now for that yes yes general bhajan is over i'm saying why are we here something is going on there <laughs> because the sessions that swami has yeah. with the yeah, students after the in those days when the formal lesson and swami was not responding Mm. not giving any assignment mm. so we took a small place in whitefield whitefield mm. this is kadugodi brindavan mm. whitefield about 3 kilometers away we took a place because those days swami used to spend a lot of time in brindavan yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. so took a place and then we had our own study circle etc every time wondering when swami will give me a job or assignment or whatever it is then somebody said no use he is not uh, offering you that and he has not called us inside also so we are loose limbed mm. what to do then somebody said you can't sit like that there must be some purusha yatnam mm-hmm. i said what is this purusha yatnam and all that so we came to swami and there is no purusha no purusha but <laughs> <laughs> purusha yatnam is you had put some effort but then you feel you already put the effort you have come <laughs> you made the effort to come here you know what so somebody said no no you should apply for job and we were running low on mm. funds also yes so i said okay we'll apply job we'll apply job for the sake of others not i was not very enamored about that mm. so we applied job and because i was working in a multinational uh, american company wherever i offer they offer me a job mm. a good lucrative position mm. with good pay and all that stuff mm. so the first one to offer me was mahindra mahindra in bombay mm. i said madness why would i go to bombay leaving <laughs> <laughs> bangalore so reject mm. then came wipro mm. in pinia estate in mm. tumkur mm. i said about 15 20 kilometers every day traveling one way and coming back i'll miss the bhajan and all that stuff no no chance mm. so we left that also mm. then finally comes iti in krishnarajapuram mm. which is hardly 5 kilometers but mm. now we have no excuse to refuse mm. and they were offering me a good job now we need to take swami's permission mm-hmm. so during this period when bhagwan was speaking to you 
you didn't ask him swami please give me a job how many times short of holding his not, gown uh, he will just <laughs> he will just it. It. he will just uh, supposing i say swami uh, mm. job of ah eppa vandaache when did you else? come when did you come or uh, what did you do with that mm. something totally unconnected and <laughs> disjointed he was going from uh, puttapatti when swami mm. goes to puttapatti we'll be there mm. like that mm. we are not stationed at mm. uh, whitefield mm. so you should just avoid that yeah and uh, we knew that you can't force him to do uh, yes. uh, reply anything that's not done thing the only thing comforting was okay at least he was speaking to you yeah 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 that yeah. was there <laughs> but at that time and age mm. and maturity mm. that was not enough for not enough yeah <laughs> i mean we didn't have the maturity to understand mm. he is talking that i have left everything and come because i want to serve you serve you and then he is not, not giving, giving me, me that what is the point calling me and giving me all this <laughs> i <laughs> was totally oblivious to all that I didn't have all that. I am here and saw me. I am. You are happy. I am very very. <laughs> She is very happy though. She is very happy. <laughs> But he is showing his master moves every time. And during this drought period in our life, mm. Swami says, "I am coming to visit your house in Chennai." Oh wow! <laughs> so this is, we are in Whitefield, Brindavan, and Puttaparthi, and all that mm. stuff. Mm. He says, "I am coming to your house," in mm. and he did come. Oh wow! On the eighteenth of January, thought, you know, God mm. will come to somebody's house or not. <laughs> and you didn't even invite him or anything. He is telling I will. He, he invited himself, and then <laughs> my mama froze. He said, "How do you invite God and then take care of him?" You don't know what to do. What to do? So he kept quiet. <laughs> When he came home, he got good from his wife. I said, "What Swami is saying? I'm coming, and you're not even inviting." And next time, Swami did the chugli also. <laughs> I'm saying I'm coming, and you're not inviting me. I said, "No, he even said that." <laughs> Sorry, please come home. <laughs> and he comes home at eight in the night. Wow! And so beautiful it was. Wow! And he walked in just at the strike of eight, mm-hmm. and he spent one hour, had dinner with us, mm-hmm. and then on his way back, he made a comment, which I don't know whatever was. He said, "I'm very glad you didn't invite anybody, oh, because okay. only the family members were there." He said, "Maybe later on, people said." People invite a lot of people to say that Swami is coming home. You come and said nothing. It's a very private affair. He came, so that is how we came to Swami, and two years we spent without any assignment. Unexpected boon that Swami granted at a Swami point granted. at a point in time when you know you were longing for His attention. You are looking to Him to guide you in your life to give you a job, but Swami knew that there is so much that is there in your heart. You are feeling so empty in your heart. In some way, he wanted to fill you because perhaps the time had not come to give you a job, but he wanted to somehow fill you with something which will keep you going. And he volunteered doing that. Yes, <laughs> he himself suggested I'll yes. come home. Yes, and he did that. Then finally, after a real long wait, I got resurrected. Hmm. Okay. So how did that happen? Swami gave me the assignment. Hmm. But before I mention about the assignment, I have to tell you. About the old mandir, which we call as Brindavan, yes, which existed in Whitefield, yes, and all the Sai devotees just loved that building, mm. and it is a divine abode of Swami, and every Sai devotee worshipped excepting one person, mm-hmm. Raj Mata of Navnagar, ah, great devotee of Swami, great devotee, because this building, what we call as Brindavan. is an old uh, british kind of a building mm-hmm. and it was very cozy but many rooms small rooms okay so there were lots of uh, it's like a honeycomb of rooms mm-hmm. so if swami goes to one room only people seated in that room can see swami because all are little 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 room. little one mm-hmm. and with walls mm-hmm. and the people seated elsewhere would just have to wait mm-hmm. sometimes go without darshan also mm-hmm. and especially the ladies suffered the most mm-hmm. because they were allotted hardly few rooms mm-hmm. and until swami went there specifically that whole day they'll go without swami's darshan because they keep waiting when will he It, come to our room and unless he comes they can't see mm. nothing was open everything mm. was wall 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 mm. so rajmata did not much mm. appreciate the way the building the building and the way it is mm. so she said swami you need another temple another brindavan mm. mm. and believe me for 10 long years swami made her wait wow 
Ten long years. Ten long years she waited. Every time she will ask for Swami's permission. So okay. right from 70s, early 70s, she's asking Swami. She's asking. Swami, let's build a new <laughs> uh, place for you. Let's build a new place and for you. And Swami will avoid the whole thing. In fact, you know, when you think about uh, the history of so many such buildings, for example, you know, you have even the Yajur Mandir, which Bhagwan inaugurated in 2005. But I know that so many senior devotees and people serving Swami who are at close quarters, they have been requesting Swami for so many years. Swami, so many years. you are staying in such a tiny room in Purnachandra Auditorium. Actually, where Bhagwan was staying in Purnachandra Auditorium, that was a green room. It was not even like a, a room meant for him. It was a green room where, you know, the actors used to get dressed up before uh, staging Entering the place. The yeah, in Purnachandra Auditorium. And Swami continued to stay there. And he stayed there from 93. He just stayed there for more than 10 years. And... Every time they would ask and he would say, no, 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 no. <laughs> I think, see, even Thrai history is something like that. So Very much. We have Rajmata who is praying to Swami and asking, even though we see that, okay, it took just one year to build, but actually it has taken 10, 15 years of prayers, perhaps so many souls. Swami, please let us have a new building for you. So that is how the genesis of Thrai Vrindavan. And finally, Swami said, yes, go ahead. So that happened in 83. Uh-huh. But now I'll come to my assignment. Mm. The first assignment, mm. after two years of starving and drought, mm. Swami, one day, Swami is gliding back to his Vrindavan. And now you're very happy. Swami came to your home and everything. Everything is okay. <laughs> but still, you can't go closer to the fire <laughs> until he calls you. Yes. So, he was just walking back to Vrindavan. Mm. When suddenly he stopped, looked at me mm. and beckoned me. Mm. I went to him. And he made me comfortable by asking mm. questions and all that. Then suddenly said in Tamil, mm. break that bungalow. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Ah, I didn't know what happened. The whole earth opened up <laughs> underneath me. And then there was violence. What mistake did I do? You're asking me to uh, what break. Is and is he really meaning it or he is pulling my leg? What is happening? Mm-hmm. And because that is not a bungalow. That is his temple. That's a, That's temple. a temple. We consider his temple. Yes. And much later, now when I'm in lighter vein, I understand. Mm, yes. He made me wait for two years so that I can't refuse that job. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I would have had a choice. <laughs> no job, not this one. Swami, ask me to build something. Don't ask me to break. <laughs> and break the job. So, mm. to cut the long story, mm. I said, okay, I'm break. Mm. Now, breaking is also not something you just take the kadapara and break that. <laughs> it has to be a little more organized and all yes. that stuff. yes. So, we organized the person who are going to demolish that. Mm. And we got the demolition squad set. Mm. Making this permission, everything, granting and all that, after doing that, Swami left for Puttapati. Mm. Swami is not in the scene now. We have to arrange everything. So, we called the demolition squad Mm. and told them, look, this is a temple you are going to break. Mm. So, we have to treat it like that until the ground is raised. Mm. So, what you do is, every brick which is there, which you can retrieve as mm-hmm. a total brick, mm-hmm. it will be wonderful. Wow. So, it is like you are not breaking. You are just very devotionally dismantling the building brick one by One by brick. one, brick by brick. And we told them that uh, don't unnecessarily mutilate anything. Mm. Just break it open. Mm. And second condition was, no keeping your feet or no standing on the wall to break the wall. Wow. Otherwise, their tendency is to stand on the wall mm. and go on pricing the thing standing on the wall. Mm. I said, don't do that. You want, you can put a scaffold mm. and then stand on that and break. But no. So, every brick, every thing that was used for the construction of the building, everything that was part of the building was held with so much of reverence. Yeah. It's like every time you a brick came out of the building, that was a brick to be worshipped. So, with that attitude, very true, we did the work. And the bhakti was infectious. Mm. The demolition squad men who have not heard about Swami, who know nothing about Swami, mm. to them it is just another building, not a mm. temple and all that. Mm. They understood what we meant mm. and they also cooperated to the full extent. Mm-hmm. Wow. What they did, they not only dismantled brick by brick without breaking that. Mm-hmm. They neatly arranged it against a standing wall. Wow. 
so that we knew today 200 bricks are broken or 300 bricks are broken and that same day we gave it away to devotees who came there wow and one lady will sneak in and then take one another oh. one will sneak in and take the <laughs> second because these are knew, prized possessions for devotees ah, because we knew that is going to be kept in the puja room for worship yes wow and there was nothing else you can do but to worship it in the puja room wow and they did all of that and within 3 months they demolished the temple hmm. and now i am without job once again because so, the demolition so during this no, period swami was in puttaparthi he was and uh, you were yeah. in charge of the work in bandavan ah but then we have to inform swami what we were doing each week mm. so what i did is i took a transparent sheet mm. and drew in dark pencil mm-hmm. the front elevation and the side elevation of tri brindavan as it stood without breaking anything as it stood mm-hmm. the old bungalow the old bungalow mm. the idea is we have to inform swami every week the progress that is being made we don't know at that time mm. how many months or so it's going to take mm. but how to describe the demolition process mm. we can't say north wall is broken today mm. south wall is broken yesterday and things like that we didn't have digital images <laughs> no no digital image no whatsapp no nothing of that yes so we had to the idea was that this transparency when we take the xerox copy of that the dark line will show what is standing and every week when we demolish the building whatever portion was demolished we dotted those lines uh-huh. so you took multiple copies of the no because of the transparency i could erase that uh, mm-hmm. pencil mark mm. erase haphazardly it becomes a dot mm. Mm. you don't have to draw a new drawing mm. so keep on erasing that with the eraser mm. and that becomes a dotted line and take a xerox mm. it will appear as a dotted line mm. so it was immediately glaring at you as to what you are demolished and what you are not demolished so picturally you are depicting ah. very clearly when someone sees that they know okay this part of the building has been self explanatory yes so nobody need to say anything mm. and for the first week i submitted that mm-hmm. i didn't know the reaction is going to be so <laughs> wonderful mm. i believe swami was absolutely thrilled about the seeing the way <laughs> seeing the way it came you have shown him the progress of the work yeah and he was mahathrilled mm. and those who were inside said he was even excited <laughs> if such a word can be used for god he was mm. like a child i believe mm. from next week onwards i think nobody had uh, thought about giving infographic progress report to swami <laughs> but i also didn't know i'm i'm doing something like that it's going to be phenomenal but i think it just happened it would not have been easy i mean doing at that point in time you didn't have computers you didn't nothing have nothing at all and i had to travel about 18 kilometers for one single xerox copy mm-hmm. because we were breaking it in whitefield mm. somewhere in uh, majestic there is one single xerox copying machine mm. which can uh, do a b1 Mm-hmm. or large size xeroxing mm. so travel there do it and come back so every saturday the traveling took mm. place so that sunday morning by the bus it will be reaching puttaparthi and kutumbra will mm-hmm. hand it over mm. then one of these days even my wife was a courier okay what happened <laughs> that's what i was surprised to see kutumbra uncle uh, near the gate and said amma you've come where is the letter he was I waiting said, for it he is waiting for it i said how does he know that i am coming and uh, <laughs> but anyway i gave the letter and then i rang him up and i told him mm. and in this instant i want to remind you that he is not a civil engineer at all yeah yeah he is a mechanical engineer <laughs> he is a mechanical engineer <laughs> which i had forgotten no, long ago <laughs> really and swami is going on giving that kind of jobs to him and <laughs> <laughs> so when you mention this two thoughts come to my mind one is you never informed kutumbarao that you are sending this report through your wife or anything like that she just comes just come. and kutumbarao sir already knows swami is telling she is yes. coming go and get it get. so which means swami as we know as always is keeping track of everything keeping track of and so swami in a way that you know you might feel okay yeah this infographic i could do for swami but now when you think about it it is he only who enabled Everything. you to do it he is I a mean, sutradhari the very fact that in in the 80s you could go to the city get this done and think i think the only thought that was there in you 
perhaps was let me offer it to Swami. Let me give it in a manner that is easy for Swami to grasp the work, the progress of the work. That was, I think, perhaps that the, was the only thought. Only thought that I should give it in a tasteful manner to Swami. And so engrossed in work, no thought at all came. <laughs> you just go give it and then send mm. it all, and it went on for three months. So every little thing he was only doing, and as you mentioned, so even though he was not, I think with Swami you don't have to have any of those capabilities. You only, as Swami says, I need your availability. I will give you the ability. I think that is Which is happened. very true. And that's what happened. So soon, within three months, my assignment got over. I'm jobless again. <laughs> three months. <laughs> it was a short period. Mm. And then... You have left your job and come to get a permanent job. <laughs> no permanency and all that. So he did that. And then somebody asked me what next. Mm. said, God only knows. Mm. <laughs> I know nothing about it. Mm. And now the building is not there. It's a flat ground. The building is not there. No, but Swami used to stay in Rajmata's house. Ah, Rajmata's house. That yeah. Rajmata immediately vacated her house. Yeah. Ah. Gave her bungalow to Swami to um, stay. Mm. And she was put up somewhere else. Mm. So that Swami can yeah. monitor every day coming mm. and going. Mm. So the Bhumi Puja and everything was done. And Swami said, Tri Brindavan can start. Construction can start. So... So that happened in 83, right? 82 and 83, yeah. Okay. There is an architect called Athale mm -hmm. in Bombay. Mm -hmm. He drew the plan. Mm -hmm. He drew the building and the structural drawing and all that he gave. Okay. And here, Colonel Jogarov, Brigadier Bose and myself were part of the team to supervise the construction and all that. Mm -hmm. And uh, Mr. Jogarov and uh, Brigadier Bose were even at that time advanced age. Mm. 65, 70 and all that. Mm. So, we were the ones who were there. And uh, Mr. Indubai Shah mm. is the one who looked after finance. Mm. A small team mm. looking after the Thrai Brindavan. Now, we told Athale that we wanted certain things to be kept in mind mm -hmm. before he drew the plan. Mm -hmm. That was that if we can make the mystic number 9 uh -huh. be there, mm -hmm. like 18 petals ah, on the top. The lotus. Ah, most more important, Thraibrindavan is fashioned as a lotus yes. in a pond. Yes. A lotus which has bloomed mm. in a pond. Pond. And it used to look beautiful mm. in the daytime. Mm. And even so in the night. Yes. When there is a water yes. in the pond. Mm. And the reflection of Thraibrindavan in that yes. was really mesmerizing actually. Mm -hmm. So there were 18 petals in the building on the top on the top mm. and there were nine rooms in the first floor wow we wanted to keep it that way mm. the outer diameter was 54 wow again nine yes and then the central atrium inside mm. was 18 feet wow <laughs> which opened to a larger diameter yes ground floor but mm. the atrium mm. which is a called double height yes that was 18 feet which is quite considerable mm. so these uh, tiny things also we made sure that Hmm. Athale constituted and he did that he did a very good job hmm. and those who have seen Thrai Brindavan yes. <laughs> will ascribe to yes. of course from the day uh, the inaugural Thrai Brindavan and what is today have undergone a, yeah, a little changes. bit of a change yes. as per Swami's instruction so that is but, a, but the main uh, the theme remains the same the main edifice and the beauty of the edifice uh, remains the same so dear listeners we will continue this conversation in the coming episode of Outside, Inside, Deep Inside. So the Thrai Vrindavan story had just started. You're going to listen to many more beautiful anecdotes of how Bhagwan was so deeply involved in the construction of Thrai Vrindavan and as we mentioned earlier, in the construction of every person involved in the sacred work of building this edifice. Many profound truths, many deep lessons and many insights for us to live by. That is what Mr. and Mrs. Vimalanathan will share in the coming episode of Outside, Inside, Deep Inside. Thank you so much for being with us. Please do send us your comments and suggestions and your feedback on this program. You can write to listener at radioside.org. You can send us your comments on our WhatsApp number 2 9393 Once again, 9393 Thank you so much for being with us. Sairam. Oh.
ప్రేమ స్వరూపంగా Please send us your feedback by either email or WhatsApp. Our email ID is listener at radiosci.org and our WhatsApp number is 9393-258-258. Thank you and loving Sairam from Prashant Nilayam.